and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke This is a podcast sometimes about reality television. Definitely not today. I, actually, we're going to talk about it today, I think. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. I guess that is Upon true. Upon your request, Ms. Yeah. Ashley Brooke How quickly I forget. How quickly you forget. Folks, thank you for being a part of our family. I do want to say up top that uh, we have a Patreon. If you're looking for more of us, you can check out patreon.com forward slash reality blows. Sign up for our bonus tier. Get two bonus episodes a month where Ashley and I just kind of shoot the shit. That's going to be kind of what we do today. But uh, and, and folks, last week you got to hear uh, one of our more structured Patreon episodes at a free unlocked one on the feed. I mean, we'll explain why that happened Um it was, it was we were our hand was forced a bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you might have noticed uh, things were a little <laughs> off last week, especially you know if you were on the Patreon, we we dropped an app a day late, yes. and we dropped an old app on the main feed. I did kind of hope that would result in some new Patreon followers, but um, you know, yeah, I guess you guys didn't want to hear us <laughs> talk about the uh, Country Bears movie. You know, it's it's in in my state last week, which we will get to, but in my sort of confused and chaotic mindset i thought to myself i'm gonna listen to that episode we put out because we just we just decided on that one because in our memory that was like the most structured of the patreon yeah i felt like that was a good uh blown step to drop and then i listened to like the first 10 minutes of it when i was trying to take a walk to clear my mind and it's like we'll never leave New York in this pandemic. Like listening to the whole beginning of that yeah. um, Patreon episode yeah. where it's like, wow, we really did. <laughs> we, we really did walk back on a couple of things. Yeah, we I set mean, out. Our hand was forced. Our hand was forced. Why don't you um, tell our little community what's going on? Sure. Here's what's going on, folks. Rate us five stars on the Apple podcast app and give us a nice little review. We thank you for it. That was a good turn. Yeah. Um, so, um, you guys are our friends. You know what I mean? Uh, a handful of you contact us a bunch, and and, um, and we really uh, love you guys. Even if you're not, even if you're a silent listener, uh, we really appreciate you've been with us for however long you've been with us. Uh, we uh, intend on continuing uh, popping out some good Reality Blows content uh, as much as possible and on a weekly basis, as we've been doing for the past few years. Um, but we didn't put up an episode, a new episode. I think it may have been the first or maybe the second time ever on this podcast that Monday didn't have a brand spanking new app. But we we did because my mother, who's been kind of sick, um, she has been battling uh, stage four colon cancer for as, almost as long as I've known Ashley um, and uh, the better part of a decade. Um, so... On Halloween night, I know you guys, we talk so much about Halloween, and all I wanted to do was just, like, get to Halloween, watch scary movies, and eat candy. That was my entire schedule for Halloween. I mean, you can't go out, really. I was like, that's fine. I'll make a little Halloween here on the Jersey Shore. We even planned a Halloween party. We did. We planned a little Zoom Halloween party. Remember us talking about that? Yeah, we did it. We did it. We actually did it. And uh, unfortunately, that night... um, my mom got a little sicker and uh, some stuff started going haywire over at her place. She has an apartment very close to where we're living right now. And I ended up taking her to the hospital and we stayed in the hospital on Halloween night uh, and pretty much all night. And she was then admitted into the hospital. And then because of, you know, a whole, a plethora of things that have been going on with her body and uh, her, her fight um, just was no more. 
So she actually came home with us. And all last week, Ashley and I and my sister uh, and my grandma, who's, who's almost 81, but um, she was here helping out as she could. I mean, but me and my sister and, and uh, her boyfriend, Chris, and uh, my wonderful fiance, uh, Ashley kind of played nurse. We 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 were we were administering an at-home hospice situation for my wonderful wonderful mother Donna, and uh, it was a surreal week. Um, I'm I'm not gonna like talk about this like it's like some story I'm telling where I'm gonna wait to the end to let you know what happened. But my mom passed away on Saturday, um, very very peacefully um, in her sleep. And uh, quite literally was smiling. It, it was, I could not have asked for a better send-off. While she was here, you know, we were able to say stuff to each other. So there was no no uh, stone left unturned as far as emotional wants and needs and emotional receptions and all that stuff. I mean, I'm obviously going to not talk about that stuff. Some stuff has to stay within the Reality Blows household in the clubhouse in which we are doing this. But um yeah, I mean that is the real Sparknotes version of mm. what what went on. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ashley um, was right there by my side. Uh, and I mean, God, folks, I, I guess we can talk a little bit about the process of what we actually had to do in hospice. Ashley doesn't want to, but I I think there might be some people out there that might have gone through this and want to hear that other people have gone through it and maybe some people who have sick family members where this might be an option for them and um or this may happen to somebody in the future and i don't want to freak anybody out and i don't want anybody to turn this off and be like oh this is a fucking too intense of an episode but uh i mean my mom was sick for a very long time and she was hurting real bad and so i think it it comforts me to know that that is not happening anymore i mean she really had a peaceful loving send-off into the next place that she's going so um i mean it's pretty wild hospice folks i mean you're really running a friggin hospital yeah you're like you are the in in uh the uh, icu nick was a bedside nurse and he was there every hour administering medication, turning. We were, uh, you know, just trying to make her as comfortable as possible. What's interesting is to me is they have like a mantra or like a slogan um, over at the, you know, the hospice part of a hospital, you know, and it's uh, it's basically dignity and comfort. Dignity and comfort. And it's all about making the um, person you're taking care of feel comfortable and uh you know, bringing some comfort to a person's life who may have not had it in a very long time. And that's definitely where my mom slotted in. So that was our job. And that's what we did. And it there were some um, bright moments where we would be hanging out in there and talking about, um, you know, the good times. And I like to think that she heard all of that. And and I think she did. I mean, they, another thing they tell you, and they may just tell you this, but they, they do they do tell you, and it, and it seemed correct, is that, you know, when somebody's in a condition, uh, oh, wait, hold on, guys. Can't, can't, I, I, can't, can't continue the podcast without this. 
That's right, folks. I'm still drinking my seltz. Y'all, I don't even want to tell you <laughs> the amount of seltzers we've gone through this week. We all just started pounding them. Pounding them. Um, all, three, all three of us. Chris doesn't seem to drink as much seltzer, no, seltzer as the rest no. of us. My sister, I'm glad she's on the seltzer train now. She likes a, a room temp. Room temp, lime. Lime bubbly. That's what my sister likes. Very specific, but I'm not going to scoff at her. We've been Instacarting seltzers. Oh, We've been targeting seltzers. It's been nuts. It's been nuts. Um, it's been a really it's been a uh, a steady throughout this week. Yeah. So uh, I don't know where 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 do we where do we just stop? We were just talking about you were saying they tell us, but you don't know if you believe it. And oh. I think you were gonna say right. That. So I really was leaving letting you guys hang. Yeah. Is that uh, the hearing is the last to sort of go when when you're dealing with somebody that's in hospice. Um, so they encourage you to to really talk and 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 hang with the person. We really did. And what I. Uh, what I liked, especially when Ash and I were just in there, I mean, there was times everybody had little shifts and stuff. And when Ash and I would be in there, like during the day or in the evening, um, you know, uh, but my mom was a big fan of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, like I have her phone right now and I was trying, we, you know, obviously at this point since she's passed, like now is the real stress of having to tie up all of the loose ends, at least in my opinion, this is. I much rather be taking care of my mother and spending time with my mother in that condition than having to deal with finances and paperwork. Paperwork. I mean, this is. I mean, we're doing this podcast because we love you and we want to get this out. And, uh, um, but like, I'm gonna we're gonna leave here and I'm gonna go knee deep into some sort of lawyer, you know, financial advisor is a whole fucking thing. But, um, you know, Ash and I, uh. She loved us, and she loved this podcast. And when I was kind of looking for her banking app, you know, and I kind of went on her phone, which was unlocked, luckily, and I started searching on her, uh, just her, you know, her, uh, what is it, Chrome app or whatever, the browser. And I put in just P, just Patreon popped up, because she was listening to our Patreon episodes all the time. So we were the first hit on her phone. She was a past guest as well. She was a past guest. I mean, maybe I'll... I'm not going to repost the mom app. You can find it. You'll find it. You'll find it. So um, it was nice when Ash and I were both in the room together because she was such a big podcast fan and she was had stopped listening to the podcast when we moved in with her because you know we, we would just tell her about it and yeah for she a was while, like i know everything yeah she, <laughs> for a while she was like um listening to just get the the ins and outs of what was going on in nick and ash's life in brooklyn so um she liked it but since we had moved in and we kind of were experiencing these things with her and she knew about it you know she was kind of like well i know everything you know i'm not but then she moved out of the of the house to a little apartment. She wanted to get herself some space, and you know we thought that was good. And so she went and got some space. And then she was listening to the podcast again. And something that we Ash and I would do is we'd throw in an Easter egg where she would know everything, but then I wouldn't tell her one thing that happened between Ashley and I, and then I would say it on the podcast. And then my mom was de- over delighted to find mm. out that she got some new info from the podcast. So. But when Ash and I were kind of in her room and we, and we did get to kind of do this whole thing in her very nice room um, here on the Jersey Shore with the big windows and stuff, it was a really nice environment for this to go down in. Ash and I kind of ran a podcast. like We, we kind did, of did a personal a, reality blow. Yeah, we app. would just talk to one another and talk to my mom like my mom was the listener. And yep. uh, um, I'd like to think that she really appreciated that because uh, I know my podcast that I listen to, uh, that would be very nice if a live version of that was happening, you know, at my bedside and in my time of need. So yeah, there was, there was really nice times, uh, in that way. And, uh, you know, um, it was, t- it was hard too. I-, I will say if there are people who are in this situation, you know, at a point in, in, in the, in the patient's journey, 
you really can't leave them alone too long because you have to give them comfort medication and, uh, you know, at a pretty quick interval. I mean, it turned into almost every hour there at the end. So we had to turn into like nurses and take shifts. And, and uh, I would take the, you know, we were around all day together, but when people needed some sleep, I would take the 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. shift where I uh, would be in that room. And there was another bed there, so I could kind of, you know, lay down for a little bit if she was kind of stable. And, and uh, But I was just kind of hanging out from 8 to 4, like all week, just me and my mom. And it was um, surreal, and it was hard. I was tired. I was run down. Um, but I, we stuck to it. And then my sister picked up, came in at 4 a.m., and uh, she took like 4 to, you know, noon or whatever it was and let me sleep. And uh, so it was kind of hard. Uh, if you, I, I, I don't know how somebody would do this if they didn't have a little bit of a support system around them, you know. So I'm very thankful. I feel very – I think yeah. we were very lucky to have the situation that we did and to have so many people who were ready and available to help. I mean – your sister moved in immediately. Um, her partner basically moved in. Yeah. They even brought their dog over at one point. We had four animals in the yeah, house. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, it was it was a, the house was full of a lot of love uh, this past week. And still is. I mean, they're still downstairs eating breakfast right now. Yeah. We're up here. I hope she never leaves. Yeah, I, I hope know. we I all live it. here They now. are going to have to leave. It's going to be a bummer, but we'll have to go back to just the three of us in here and three animals, three people, three animals. Yeah. Um, I would say, um, we can get rid of one of them. I know it's not going to be Lily. No, I'll uh -uh. Tell you that. Lily's the best behaved this week. She just sat up here in the clubhouse and got ignored. She just all didn't week. know why she couldn't go downstairs. Why can't I go downstairs? She got downstairs a few times, jumped my little leg and ran into the room. She ran because the room that she's in, my or my mother was in during this whole thing, was a room that Ashley and I had sort of moved into. And we moved out once we realized this was going to be an option and made sure we made it really nice for her. But but uh, my cat used to hang out in there, Lily. So uh, All she, of a sudden, she, she can't hang all out. All of a sudden, she can't go in that room. And, and she, she knows hear, we're in and there. she can hear us because the door to this room, you know, to the steps of this room are right next to that door. So she would just hang out by the door and stick like a foot out. Yeah. Just let everybody know, hey, y'all. I'm still here. Yeah. Uh, and then I'd come upstairs and she'd just be looking at me at the stairs, just kind of like, what is your deal? Yeah, like, what happened? I'm here. Why I'm are, here. Where are you? I know you're hanging out without me. Yeah, I can hear you guys. I have better hearing than everybody else in this house. Yeah, she got very mouthy. Got very mouthy. Yeah, she's been a little meowy all... A little, little meowy, yes. Yeah, all week. Um... So it's, uh, you know, another part of this whole thing is just the people sending over a lot of food, man. We've had a lot of food and a lot of snacks. Ash and I are off the wagon. I mean, again. fully off. I don't even, not only did we jump off the wagon, but we took some axes and <laughs> hacked it up so that we could never get back on it. I mean, the cookies and pastries and brownies and donuts and um nick just keeps ordering candy too let's not right. forget nick doing instacart constant order of <laughs> reese's and twizzlers hey, it's not a constant order i want an at, overflow at a very low of point, candy <laughs> hey excuse me at a very low point in my uh being up looking at my phone at like two o'clock in the morning you know down there on my own um, I went to, I realized we needed some supplies from Wegmans and I had to get some gloves and I had to get some, you know, dishwashing detergent. So I started making like a Wegmans Instacart order. And then I just put into the search engine candy. I just want to see what they had. And I saw that they had these, uh, and they're delicious. So they're dark chocolate Reese's. I already love Reese's cups. 
But these are dark chocolate Reese's cups, right? Reese's thins. So that's the thing. Also thins. It's kind of the perfect ratio. It really is. It, I think if it was a dark chocolate regular Reese's cup, it might not work as well. But the Reese's thins, dark chocolate, folks, wowzers, wowzers, wowzers. We've been pounding up, those for two days. I woke up one morning and Nick was coming to bed and he was like listen i thought about it and we need lots of bowls of candy in that room and i'm gonna start putting some bowls of candy out i was looking for some comfort yeah and every time i looked in a bowl all i saw was two fucking lara bars that have been here for two weeks i'm like i'm not eating a lara bar in a time of need and stress so i went and i got those and i had also just a bowl of peanut m&ms yeah and uh so uh, that's what i was rocking with and oh and i also got twizzlers pull and peel which so good people scoffed at my sister scoffed at what what are you these are gross why would you and i was like i remember liking them and i saw them on the search and i was like oh we need something fruity to complement all the chocolate and so i got that and i used to like the pull and peels because they're softer than the regular twizzlers are and I'm not a huge regular Twizzler fan. I just don't like them. But the pulling peels to me, good stuff. And so Nick, just what? start a podcast about candy. Just do it. I should, but it would make me eat too much candy. Maybe I'll do a candy once a month candy show on the Patreon. Beyond, we could do that. A once a month candy yeah. show. Yeah, I mean, I want to start doing more stuff for the Patreon. I'd like you to come up with your own thing on the Patreon, and, and I can do that. And you can do. Let's talk it. about that off pod. All right, but I do want to say that we brought those. Uh, Twizzler pulling peels to bed last night while we were watching our one episode of Survivor that we allot ourselves a day. And Ashley loved them. I really did. Um, but you guys, you know... Are you going to move on? Yeah, I am going to move on from the candy, <laughs> you know, because it was just a... It was Somebody such, has told Ashley hey, that we talk too much about candy and finish. food, and it's ruining my life. Thank you for whoever did that. Let me finish what I was going to say. Which is that it was a very surreal week. We wanted to let you guys know what was going on with us. And and behind all of that, you know, the background noise was the election, which um, was uh, was so surprising to turn on the television every day and be remi- reminded that there was things happening outside of our little bubble and that they were big things and that the country and the world felt like it was, uh, you know, sitting on the edge of its seat. As we were also sitting on the edge of our seat here. Very nice. I like what you did there. Oh, come on. Um, I'm just trying to say it was, we, we appreciate you guys rolling with us last week. And, um, you know, you just know where we're coming from. Yeah, it's, it, the election was absolutely insane. I mean, I've been gearing up for this election for four years. Like, I could not wait for this day to happen. My mom comes here on Monday. The election is Tuesday. And we what, during the actual election night, like, we were in the thick of it. All the way through till finally uh, our next president-elect, Joe Biden, was uh, confirmed as the president um and we got to tell her and we got to tell her yep and uh she i'll I'm not to offend anybody out there but she was not a trump fan no uh she definitely wasn't uh um as vocal as ash and i and my sister are um and even my grandma that has turned into some anti-trump you know maniac down there uh, talking crazy about trump and uh i'm like even i am like nanny what's going on i mean yeah he's a horrible guy but that it is surprising when it comes out of this little lady's mouth. <laughs> I know. I love it though. Yeah. And she's doing this thing where she's just picking on um she's picking on her friends who are Trump people. I mean, she's in her eighties. Yeah. 
she will be quick to be like, you're not a Trumper, are you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't. She has no couth when it comes to the whole. She's um, not dancing around anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She's she, had enough. She talks shit and then she asks, and uh, that's that's how. And I then like sometimes it. she talks shit and gets off the phone, and you go, "Hey, he that guy was a Trumper," and she goes, "Oh shit." Yeah, she forgets. I forgot. Because that's how she's been sort of killing, you know, like passing the time. You know, a lot she's getting a lot of phone calls, and then she, you know, she talks about you know her daughter, and you know, obviously in uh, loving ways, and they share a memory, and then like it gets a little quiet, and then Nan goes. Hey, at least Trump's out of office, you know, and then that uh, jackass is out of here. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then you get a, then, it, then it gets actually more awkward than the beginning of the conversation. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's um, a, a silver lining to this whole thing. Um, honestly, I'm I'm ready for some some peace. Uh, I know it's like the the idea that uh, a new president is going to be able to like change the the world and the, and the country in, in one, four years. I know, I know that's a pipe dream ain't going to happen, but I, I like the idea that there's a comforting person saying comforting things and not inciting some, you know, half of the country to go yeah, crazy. Someone's so, talking in a soothing voice. Yeah. It's like, that's all I need, baby. I just need like a kindergarten teacher up there. Like, just, just talking to it's us. It's a time to come together. Hey okay, guys, come to the rug, come to the rug. Yeah. You know, and we're like, okay. And then we start reading a book together. That's all I want. I, I don't care about anything else at this this point in my life um but you know um you know so there was that and and uh 24 hour news I, I you know i had in my ear while i was you know trying to like stay up i i had my uh, earbuds in or one earbud in and i was listening to the serious um cnn station serious uh, xm um, and I was just listening to these guys. I, 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 I'm sure a lot of people watched network news. I don't know which network you watched, but I'm a CNN person at the moment. And I went from like kind of thinking that the the anchors on that station, you know, first of all, I will say that normally I'm not watching network news. I have a couple of news sites that kind of uh, talk the talk that I like to hear. Yeah. With my personal, um, you know, where I am politically. Yeah. And uh, and that's fine. But but they're not on 24 seven live. Right. There's something to be said for a live show that's just happening right now. You feel like we're all going through it together. It yeah. It feels like. A good chat. So I was watching so much network news. And let me tell you something. I went from not really caring or even sometimes liking the anchors on CNN to really loving a lot of the anchors on CNN. And I just have to say right now, and I know they listen, shout out to Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon. Those guys were so, they were on the overnight shift. They I can't were, believe they were able to just keep talking. And they stayed w- up with me all night. I knew somebody else was going through it up all night with me from 12 a.m. to like 6 a.m. They were on or something like that or 10 to 6. I don't know what they were doing. But when do they sleep? I don't know. I guess during the day. But they used to. I guess they were, were not. They're, they're sh- they usually are like the 9 and 10 o'clock guys like on a normal week. But I guess they kind of flipped it around. I wasn't really watching news up until about 10 or 11 o'clock at night. So. It was just them. I mean, them being able to say the same information in a different way for six hours straight mm. is unbelievable. But there were moments where it kind of got kind of wacky in there because they were kind of trading off. And, you know, you got you got, you know, Chris Cuomo calling out uh, Fox News by name. And they're talking about different anchors on there and who they like and who they don't. I was like, oh, my God, this is getting it's like wild inside here. baseball yeah. a little. And uh, they're they're goofing on each other, and uh, I really enjoy. I hope it's real. 
But I really like the relationship between Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon. I, they I, seem to actually enjoy each other. The way they speak to one another is like like they're buddies and yeah. they're goofing on each other a bit and they're trying to get each other to trip up so they can laugh at one another and, and call each other out on things. And they have two op- they are two polar opposites, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, d- just they're they're mostly in their in their style. Chris Cuomo is coming at people. You know, he's hyped up on a pot of coffee. Right. You know, he just did like his uh, eyebrows feel like they're always raised. He just did like 400 lat pull downs, yeah. you know, uh, at his house. Do you think he's running 20 miles a day. I don't know. But he's a jacked like MMA guy. Yeah. Um, and he's like ready for to, to pounce. And uh, he's very quick. And the way he delivers stuff is just quick. And uh, he hits you with it. And he leads you into a, a cor- in, into a way. And then he asks you, hits you with the question. And uh, he, he holds people to task. And then we move over to Don Lemon. Don Lemon has such a more relaxed, just like he's above all of this in a good way. Like he just knows, you know, if anytime anybody comes on who uh, he'll give it to somebody if they're saying some stuff that they shouldn't be saying, you know, as a guest. But anybody, somebody who comes on who's like a sympathizer with, you know, Don Lemon and what they're talking about, you know. I, and uh, this was really amped up during the protests uh, when people were protesting heavy during uh, BLM and all that stuff. Um, but, like, he would just be like, the way he would talk about stuff is just kind of like, yeah, and they don't even care. And they don't even care. <sighs> well, I guess that's the world we're living in, huh? Yeah, it just is calming kind of a reserved. And, and, like, an over it. Just like, yeah. all right. Well, how much more can I take? Right. And so the combination of the Cuomo and the Don Lemon, I feel like they are complementary to one another. I'm sure that's purposeful. Yeah. The way that they line them up on CNN. But it works well because they're not the same type, so they're not in competition with each other, which allows them to have sort of a natural Mm. back and forth. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting. So on Saturday morning, I was teaching my kids in comedy class. And um, I signed on, and all the kids signed on, and it was moments after Biden had been announced yeah. as the winner. And all of the kids, um, you know, I'm, I'm Zooming with them over the internet. They're all in New York, and they were like, people are shouting in the streets. Ha- uh, cars are honking their horn. There's just a woman out there singing at the top of her lungs. Like, they were, like, running to the windows and throwing the windows open to listen to the rejoice uh, the the streets rejoicing, and meanwhile here in New Jersey, I was like, "Huh, that's interesting." I don't hear a thing; it's silent in this little seaside town. Yeah, I. But it was a beautiful day here, so people were out and about, and I did hear a couple of things. You the, heard a lady singing "Celebration," right? Playing "Celebration." Yeah. Well, ce- is it "Celebration" or "Celebrate"? Celebrate good times. Uh, um, whatever Come it is. On. Yeah, you guys know that it. one. Yep, but she just had it blasting from her iPhone as she was walking down the street. And I was outside, and, like, literally, my mom had just passed away, like, a couple hours ago. And so I was sitting out on the porch, and I was just like, this woman's walking by, and I'm like, what the fuck is this crazy? I knew Biden had won, but I'm like, what the fuck is this crazy woman doing? I'm like, can we relax for two goddamn seconds? I just need a break. Well, I feel like that was the thing with this area was that when that happened with the kids, it was like 1130. It was happening real time. They were all freaking out. I felt like this area, we started to hear some things like a few hours later yeah. in the afternoon. It's a little slower over here. Yeah. And then I and then I put it together when a car a few minutes later drove by and the same song was playing. And I'm like, oh, 
these are people celebrating what just happened, the, the, the victory for, yeah. the, for the Dems. So, um, yeah, and you know what? That night I heard fireworks. I hadn't heard fireworks oh. in this in this okay. uh, neighborhood in a long time. So people were doing their thing. I mean, we're in a very, like, small, weird town. We live in a fantasy world, to right, be honest. Right. Weird in a good way, kind of. disconnected from the rest of the world. It feels like we kind of are, like... This is like the land of never, never land almost. It feels fantastic. But instead it, of nobody getting old, it's where everybody gets Everyone's old. Everyone's old. <laughs> it's the opposite. The lost grandparents. It's like never, never land. The lost boys. You never get old. It's really always, always land where <laughs> always you're old. <laughs> um, yeah, we are, we are in this strange little uh, town. So, um, you know, it's been gorgeous too. It's 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 weird here on the East Coast, or at least in New Jersey, New York. I mean, it has been about seventy and sunny for the past five, three or four days, right? Something like that. Yeah, last week it was chilly. It was rainy. It was cold. Yeah. Today it's going to go up to seventy-two. It's going to be the wild. warmest day of all. I'm so happy that um, I'm able to get out and take a nice walk in this nice town. I mean. We're a block away from the boardwalk, and so to be able to walk around to down to Asbury Park and it's and take some walks with Ashley, it's been very, very cathartic and therapeutic, and uh, I've really appreciated our surroundings. Yeah, I agree. Today, you know, this week our incorporate we we try to do a walk every day, even if it was just a quick little thirty minute jaunt. Um, but it is so important and you don't really realize it until afterwards where you go, oh, that made a difference. I realize something I realize is I don't have I've given you a lot of my sweatpants. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Because uh, you're looking for some comfort stuff here. And yeah. I, and, comfort zone. And I've honestly I've sized out of some of the sweatpants. I only have kind of skinny sweatpants here. I can't believe you ever fit into these, to be honest. I was losing too much weight and I but I've gained some weight and it, I could fit into them. Let's just say you'd look at me and go, that guy shouldn't be wearing those pants. So, um, you know, I'm a little self-conscious. I got, I realized I need to get a couple of pairs. I have, I bought at Target, like one sweats, pant and, and hoodie thing. They're like Target size, you know, like they're not fitted at all. They don't look good and I can't wear them outside, but I need some like going out, taking a walk, but it's a little chilly, uh, gear, um, or lounge gear is what they like to call it. What? You're just always buying gear. No, I'm not. I don't buy gear. I'm not having not buy I've not bought clothes in a long time. I really don't. I do love gear and I would normally do it. You just got that jacket. I did buy a coat. <laughs> yeah, I bought a jacket cuz I needed a jacket. And new shirts. What shirts? All those Target shirts. I would buy a couple Goodfellas, of Goodfellas. That's your favorite <laughs> no, brand. I, I hate Goodfellow brand. <laughs> But that was the only thing that we were going to for a while. Now I'm starting to order. I'm gonna start ordering stuff online. But I don't have any idea where my winter clothes are. They're like, in the closet. No, they're in the basement. Everything in the closet. I don't even know what that stuff is. We're so, our ha- half of our stuff is un is in the basement. And the other half is forgotten about. I think. Yeah. Oh God, Ash and I tried to bring our bed and our 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 our, ba- our great bed we had in Brooklyn upstairs we got the mattress up we tried to bring the box spring up did not fit around those turns i think instead of trying to get the box box springs back down the stairs because that was a a labor i was gonna say of love but it was there was no love involved i think we should just open up the uh, balcony doors and tip the box springs over right into the garbage can okay throw okay. it right you over know the, the balcony the queen box spring we have is the size of 78 garbage cans let's just tip it right over the balcony we could just throw it but it, it down i don't want to keep it 
Well, I think what we're going to have to do is if we're going to move back up to the clubhouse permanently, you know, um, and we want our bed, we're probably going to have to buy like a collapsible box spring for a queen mattress, don't you think? It feels like we're always in the process of having to buy a piece of furniture. Or move furniture. Or move it's furniture, like I w- yeah. Our, our freaking couch, our, our beautiful green couch is in the basement and that'll never see the light of this floor. Mm-mm. Um, no way will it make it to the third floor. So I don't think it's going to make it to the second floor. I don't think so either. So we're going to have to put some plastic around it yeah we need some sheets thrown on that thing yep and um we we also need to move it so i can get back my little roller skating area guys we got to do a lot of stuff there's so so much on the docket you know what we uh we kind of really didn't even talk about much on the podcast which is absolutely bonkers considering how invested we were but um this big brother season this all-star season just wrapped last week it was two weeks whatever (laughs) what is time i don't know time. time and it wrapped wednesday i think it wrapped um the night of the 28th so however long ago that was yeah. october 28th i mean and that was our thing i mean we were, we were really watching so, so much invested. of that you guys know and we actually tried to stop talking about it a little bit on this show cuz we just didn't have any more to say you know we do like to have some long running thing going um and unfortunately survivor is not going to start up right right when this show ends which is a bummer but Hopefully in the spring there'll be a survivor that we can watch. But we did try to watch Amazing Race, and we're we'll probably I think I'll probably end up. Watching I'll go the back past to couple. it. I, I mean, guys, Amazing Race is boring. It's just boring. <laughs> What's up with that? It's just like we're going here and then we're doing this. I and really then expected who, who gets there quit first. I, I expected more out of the Amazing Race just because it was on such on a network of such great strategic television. Yeah, well, it feels like in our hearts and our minds, it feels like it's sitting at the cafeteria table with Survivor and Big Brother. And so we assume that it's part of the group, but really it's just like someone's little sister who's sitting there by mistake. Yeah, it's it, it just doesn't have the cattiness and the strategy that Yeah, that I mean, they kind of like mess each other up, but it's like... Not really. It, you just don't have that much personal power as a team because you're not voting people out. Yeah. You know, like when it comes to individual gameplay, so much of it seems up to chance that it's like... I can't get invested in this. Mm, yeah. Um, but, you know, you said we talked about Big Brother a lot on the podcast. That's good. I, I kind of thought we weren't talking about it. We were going to do like a big episode. I'm saying the initially. Uh, we initially, did. And then when we, we stopped got into a it. little bit because I think we felt like we were just saying the same things over and over again. Well, at least I that's personally what I... feel like there is a straight up um, loss in my viewing schedule because I no longer am popping on the feeds when I'm bored. Right. You know, can we get some feeds going somewhere else for me to watch? I, I, can you watch old feeds? Yeah, you can find some old feeds um, on on, uh, on YouTube. I can't believe how invested I got into this season. And I just absolutely loved the finale. Guys, I mean, if you were watching Big Brother, I think you would know maybe, if you, especially if you're kind of like an in-the-know fan, that this was not the most exciting season overall. Yeah, it was kind of a... It was controlled a, by one faction and then controlled a by... A group a, a, dominated a, the entire season. And just picked off everybody else. And honestly, all the fun people got picked off. Yeah. Everybody that you kind of would want to root for. Only the villains stayed, so, really. Um, but the finale delivered on so many levels. Truly. Um, I, I think that, you know... Cody winning was inevitable, but 
they still we still got one final twist that shocked the world when he uh, shocked my world when he cut um, Nicole to keep Enzo to go to final two with Nicole Franzel thought that she was going to final two has been has been working on her speech all week. And um, Cody stood up and said, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Nicole. I have the same thing I have with you with Enzo. Yes. And uh, let's be honest, Cody knew he could beat Enzo. And I think there might have been a shot that he couldn't beat Nicole. It was the best move for him, and he played the best game of anybody that I've watched so far. Well, I don't really – we watched season 10 – the Dan season was pretty incredible, but this guy got a, um, he broke a whole bunch of records for the show and, uh, he's going to go down as one of the, this is going to go down as one of the strongest, uh, seasons, uh, for any player of all time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he got a unanimous vote. Yeah. That's only happened a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, was never put on the block. At once the entire season that he won so many head of households he, and veto well, comps. he won nine i think nine competitions which is a record wow. for the show and he did it with some real social game as well i mean really got got to finesse these folks into thinking that he was not the person they'd go for first um and it was uh super impressive i can't see that this guy's a villain we're not big Polly fans here but it makes me like Polly more that he's Cody's brother does that is that doing anything for you I I don't know if I maybe I haven't told you this but I like Polly oh you just straight out like him. I like Polly. you're gonna go the other way no it? I like him and and when Cody won I was like yeah he did because yeah. I associate Cody and Polly and I like Polly so you know by defect not defect default <laughs> I like Cody. Yeah. Uh, Cody, to me, uh, you know, he, he seemed like a villain because he's an athletic guy. He's a young guy. He's a white guy. He's a good-looking guy. He's a straight guy. I mean, that's a villain. Right. He's got uh, everything going <laughs> for him. That's a villain. That's a villain. Yeah. Um, but honestly, if he's you're got, knocking it out, knocking it out of the park in every way. That's a villain. So he his story, though, I mean, his, his you know, longtime girlfriend is battling cancer, and it's just like... You know, his f- grandfather passes away while he's in the house, and you know he it's, doesn't like his nose. Yeah, he doesn't like his nose. I mean, so many things that really put you realize that there were chinks in his armor. Yeah, sure. I kind of feel like he's, um, you know, he, he may be an anti-masker. I don't know. I can't get involved. <laughs> on oh that my level. god, he's not an anti-masker. I don't know. There was some he? stuff in the beginning of the show where he was just talking about uh, he doesn't want to wear a mask and the the science isn't in correctly. Uh oh. You know, okay, there's okay. things have changed. It's been he's been in that he's been in that house since August. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Anyway, so um, yeah, it, it, it was a it was a beautiful win by a really f- uh, a, a dominant player. I mean, it's boring because he was so freaking good at it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, if anything, you have to just you know commend him for how boring he made the season. It's it was uh, impressive yeah, how, how boring, boring he made controlled, the season. Controlled, to he, be honest, he controlled the shit out of that season. And when he cut Nicole, I my fucking jaw dropped. Everyone jumped out of her seats. Nick pissed his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Lily threw up on the table. I mean, Ashley ate it. It was insane. <laughs> Enzo, I mean, Enzo lost his shit when Cody did that. Enzo yeah. was like, you're the best man in the entire world. Because Enzo just made 50 grand. That was yeah. a 50 grand move for Enzo. Yep. 
It was all worth it for Big Enzo. He didn't come in third again. I really like Enzo. And I got to say, there is a little something behind my liking of Cody, my liking of Enzo, that they are the Jersey boys. They started the route. Yeah. They started in the beginning of the game. And uh, the route came through. Go Jersey. We're here. I mean, they're pretty local to where we are, too. I mean, um, we're close. The Califiores live, you know, probably 25, 30 minutes away from I'm here. I'm going to make friends with Enzo them. Enzo may be the same, just in a different direction in Bayonne. So um bayonne bayonne uh so you know it's uh it was it's fun watching two jersey guys. and they are two jersey guys from two different generations enzo's in his 40s cody's like in his 20s and uh they're from two generations but they are i know those guys i grew up with cody's mm-hmm. okay i know cody good at soccer you know really good yeah. athlete you know, probably does well with the ladies. A little dumb, but he kind of plays into it because that's a fun character. You know what I mean? You know, he says silly things. He's kind of funny. You know, wears his hair, his clothes, really tight jeans, all that stuff. Right. That's I know this guy. Ill-fitting you know? cardigans. I am. Uh, I am. You know. Uh, I. I'm. I. I have a lot of childhood friends that are that guy. Right. Totally. I've met some. Yeah, you know a couple of Enzos. I mean, a couple of Cody's. Now yeah. Enzo. I don't know any Enzos. I think you do. I think you do. Really? I think my dad is a little bit of Your an Enzo. Your dad is an Enzo. He's a, see, the older yeah. guys, the older Italian guys. They're yeah. both Italians, too. I think that has something to do with it. But um, Enzo is like first generation um, Italian. His parents, I believe, were born in Italy. and then I feel like Enzo and your dad have some of the same hats. Uh, he, oh, well, yeah. My dad will bust the Kangle uh, yeah. newsboy cap out every once in a while. Sure. But Enzo's just his speech patterns and stuff. I can I see in, in family members. I see in older uh, Jersey guys that I know around here. And I feel like I exhibit some of that stuff myself. I do feel like I have some of the speech pattern. I think you may, you might be more of an Enzo than a Cody. I think I might be more of an Enzo than a Cody. I think I might be more of an Enzo than a Cody. You're closer to hip hop guy. Enzo you know what age. I mean? Like white hip hop guy. Like, Are you closer to Enzo's age than Cody's age? I am 34 in a couple of days. Um, no, I think uh, Cody's probably 30 or something. Mm. Um, so and Enzo's probably 42 or something. It's probably probably pretty close. Probably right in the middle. That's why I kind of feel like I have a little of each. In yeah. Me. You know, I don't dress like Enzo. Um, you know, I don't have any kids, you know, I still got my hair, um, you know, but I think I do. I don't know why uh, listeners write in. What, what is, if you were watching, uh, this season and you know what we're talking about, you know what I'm talking about with the Enzo speech patterns and like his, his catchphrases when he would say stuff like, that's it, that's it. It's done. That's it. Like at the end of every sentence when he was talking about strategy, um, what are the other things that he would say? Yo. Oh, yeah, that's right. He'd be like, yeah. uh, he's like, I can't vote for a yo. Yeah. I don't do the yo thing, but I will say. Uh, that's what the, I've been saying. That's what I've been saying. That sort of stuff, I'm, I catch myself now watching so much of him do that this season. I can't say that stuff now when I'm talking to Ashley in conversation when we're walking around. I don't probably do that on this podcast very much because I'm thinking about my words. There's a, there's a, even though this is very natural, we're having a conversation, there is an aspect of performance going on mm -hmm. here between the two of us. But when I'm just like walking around the neighborhood or I'm sitting like with Ashley and I'm trying to rant, I'm on a rant about something, I will find myself being like, that's it. That's all I'm doing. That's it. That's it. That's, that's what I'm it. saying, <laughs> yo. That's it. I don't say yo. 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 I don't say yo. Nikki Tats. Yo. I don't say yo. I'm a little more, uh, I got a, I got a little more class. I do feel like I, I I do feel at a loss 
now that Big Brother is over. There is there is a bit of uh, it's like the void is there. What are yeah. we gonna do now? Um, we have filled the void. A little bit. Sort of. We're we, watching Survivor. We've gone back to Survivor, and we've gone to our earliest season um, that Yet. we've watched so far, which yeah. is season eight, which is their first all-star season. Um, I was interested in seeing... I, I like using these all-star seasons to sort of open up our... Um, you know, broaden our, our spectrum when it yeah. comes to, like, different players that we'd want to see their original season or introduce other times that us, they play. Introduce right. us to new characters that we might click with and want to go back and watch their original season. If we had never watched uh, Heroes versus Villains, we probably would have never then watched that coach season versus uh, Ozzy. That's you know what true. I mean? like, and so these characters, you know, it's just fun to, to see, oh, this guy's a big character. And I think on this season, though, there's like big characters on the show on season eight and please correct me if I'm wrong. Cause I'd love to, to, I, I was going to ask you this last night and I think I fell asleep, but all the big characters on the show who you're like, that's a survivor character. We've seen already a bunch Rob, you know, obviously Boston Rob, this is his second season and he's such a, a huge character. I mean, he's got a character name. His name is Boston Rob, you know, so it's like, well, we've watched a bunch of him. We've watched, he was on season 40, he was on season 20, he was on season 8. You know, he's, there are two, there are three seasons left that we could watch of Rob. I mean, the guy's on the show six times, I think. Um, so I would like to see Rob win, just to see what that looked like. But then you have um, uh, Rupert. And Rupert. we yeah, Ashley likes to call him Rupert for some reason. It's R U B E R T. It is Rupert. not. It's Rupert. You're dyslexic. Rupert. But uh, Rupert, we we watched. He was on Heroes versus Villains too. Yeah. Well, I think we've we've been introduced to new characters. hundred percent. Who would you say that you'd I've like to see another another season of? I don't know if I want to see another season of these people, but they are definitely big Survivor characters. Big Tom. Um, big time is a character never, but i don't think big time's got the stuff i'm not interested in watching a big time season he, he's not doing anything he's getting kind of drunk you know this is the question my question is like oh that guy's fun like think about how fun the coach only was person <laughs> that i'm interested that that we've been introduced to because you're right there's a lot of repeats here colby um right colby we wanted yeah. to see colby was in a little better shape but did get knocked off pretty early but like think about it like where's the cochran where you're like oh i want to see cochran's winning season i would want to see kathy's kathy's interesting kathy I, I like i do like kathy i like kathy I, she's the person that has come across the most to me is like someone i would re i would watch so i i th it seems to me that maybe kathy was on rob's original season but uh i i don't know and i don't know if she's ever come back uh we'd have yeah. to figure out if kathy ever comes back but i'd watch a lex season i don't like lex i, I like lex i don't like I would watch africa thing. I would watch Lex, and I would watch, I would watch Ethan's original season. The second season, yeah. I, I don't, I don't really. That stuff is so boring. I'm not interested in Hatch season. I don't no, find Hatch season. interesting. Oh, see, that was what was going on here. We had the Richard Hatch, like uh, Sue. I is, don't find I wouldn't want to I would not be interested in the Sue well, season. There, that's season one. The two of them. Oh, Hatch one. He's the first winner of Survivor. Is Sue the one who said I wouldn't piss? Yes, I, oh. if you needed something, I, he said it to uh, the girl who went final two, who double crossed her. Sue said that to Sue's, the, Yes, yeah. the, Sue makes that speech. That's right. why she's <gasps> such a character. Oh wow! I didn't um, realize that. What was fun is we watched season eight of uh, of Survivor, and I think right after that, um, or maybe before that, 
uh, Big Brother. I don't know, but Big Brother um, had a. We watched uh, season two of Big Brother, Big Brother Two. Yeah. And Sue and a couple of other people, uh, Jervis and I forgot who else, came in and like spent a day with all of the Big Brother people. So it was fun to see Sue walking around the Big Brother house uh, earlier uh, this month. And that was season two, right? That was right? When we did Big of Brother Big Brother. Two. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, with Doctor Will. Um, a lot of shout outs. There's interesting shout outs on the early seasons of Big Brother to Survivor. Yeah. On the, that make well, the actual I think network Big Brother show. was trying to piggyback off of Survivor's success. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, um, you know, Big Brother's always been the little brother to Survivor. True. You may be Big Brother, but come to daddy. And the amazing race <laughs> is what? The next door neighbor? Yes. Yeah, Kimmy like Gibbler? That. Yeah, he's the Gibbler. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. And there, I don't, I'm not interested in seeing the Rupert or a season. Rupert annoys me and bores me. Yeah, I, I'm not. He, I, he, he's an idiot. Just a big, dumb idiot. I get that, like, people during this time really liked him. And, like, if you go on the uh, Survivor Reddit page, it seems that at, at different times in Survivor um, history, Rupert's had a huge fan base. Yes, yes. I don't I, get it. I have heard that they developed the like America's winner, whatever that they call yeah, that. Yeah, America's favorite. Just so they can highlight Rupert and give him some money. It's like, uh, you know, they installed that in the finale. It may even happen during the finale of this show. I don't know. I do like Rupert's family, though. I like his wife. I like how big and sloppy they are together. Like oh how God, like they yeah. making out in front of everybody. During like the family, uh, you family know, visit. Family visit, like, they come out and they got to hug their sig- significant others or their family members that came and Rupert just like held on to his wife and like made the they entire cast face. plus props just watch him like slobber all over each other it was fucking it was weird his daughter's so cute, got a cute she's daughter. like a little mini Rupert yeah, he's got a little Rup going on over there um, but he just does like bonehead things like when he dug uh, he, he decided to make their tent their little structure their shelter their shelter underground on the beach and it just immediately flooded when the tide came in yeah and uh yeah jerry was very pissed off jerry's kind of annoying but she's definitely a big character but we've seen a bunch of jerry you know yeah um, i like jerry i do too i do too no one seems to like her on this season that's like her story is no one likes her but then on on heroes vs villains coach likes her coach liked her um yeah i i I was hoping that this would open up a couple of avenues because that's why i like to watch sort of the returning player seasons since we're still trying to get through all these seasons um because it kind of will maybe point us in the next direction um which has happened before nothing nothing new here i mean uh, apart from the little that we mentioned um it's an okay season I would say it's a little low key, you know. I kind of find that it's still too. This is the earliest season of Survivor that we've watched so far, and I kind of feel like the strategy is there. There's some strategic players, but the way that people are playing is a little too nice, you know. They keep every time anybody makes a decision, they go over to the people that will not benefit from that decision and let them know what's happening. Yeah, and it's just like why? Oh, what's going on here? Where they're like, hey, just letting you know, we're still sticking with our alliance over here. So yeah. you guys are. Gonna it's go still home. in the golden age of like I play this game with Honorably ethics and, and. Well, I think there's no, probably no shot of winning a season eight if you're going to deceive people outright who are on the jury right that's not considered smart gameplay but at they this were doing point. it to people who were not going to make the jury which was confusing it's to odd. me lex was doing that i'm like what are you doing just cut ethan get him out of here 
Um, yeah, so Rob is controlling the game right now, and, and I know th- I know what happens because th- you show you get to see this highlight more than any other highlight on the- maybe a, a Mike's uh, a scooping falling into the fire is something you see a million times, but you see the final uh, final tribal final, the, the final tribal and the finale of Rob and Amber sitting there and Amber winning the million dollars and obviously they go to get married and have like, four of the cutest little Amber and Rob kids. I follow them on Instagram. It's, and now Nick wants to get their hoodie. They have like the perfect life. They like, do have he the like, perfect he's life. He's like a contractor. He owns his own business and uh, gets to go on Survivor every other year. And, wow. uh, you know, Amber got to go back on Survivor and he's a winner and he's, you know, he's selling T-shirts and his family's cute and they're doing everything. Um, so you get to see the beginning of that relationship, which is really the, thank God, for Amber and Rob, for them to be able to cut to this romantic storyline, because it's not like they were canoodling here and there, but not telling anybody. I mean, they just had like a full-on love story. It's interesting that in they're the not season. being targeted. I know, as a pair, it's yeah. weird. I think nobody wants to go. They're too afraid to that, go after that, Rob. That Rob is going to win a immunity to go after him, mm. and that's why he's going to coast. But he's also not going to win because he's playing. He's playing dirtier than Amber is, but Amber is playing smarter. And so Amber, if it wasn't for Rob being her, this is really strategic for Amber. Because the, how could Rob w- get the votes for all these people that think he's an asshole? Like, Rob is her meat shield. Yes, Rob is the ultimate uh, Babe, meat shield. I'm Amber and you're Rob <laughs> and this podcast is Survivor. I guess it is. And I think this podcast is probably over right now. Yeah, um, I think it's done for today. So we'll talk to you next time. Uh, thanks for listening to us. Uh, we love you guys. Um, we know that, uh, you know... Um, it's important for you to keep you in the loop. I mean, especially this podcast is, we just pretty much talk about our lives. I mean, that's it. So, you know, how could we, we we talked about whether or not we were going to, you know, just try and talk about survivor or big brother and talk about it. It would have been weird. So I'm glad we did what we did and we hope that you took something from it. Um, You know, uh, I should say that it was my mom's wish while she was here with us that we kind of fix up our podcast a little bit. <laughs> she, what? She, did have, she would have notes. My mom would have notes. I think you should talk more about yourselves and be more honest. She, yeah. She wanted me to get like down and dirty with like really talking about like everything that's going on with life. So I think she would have um, appreciated that we talked about this today. I think Good. it was it. I don't, I think, I, I think so she's too. just like, I don't watch Survivor. Like, you know, why am I, you know, I wish yeah. you would talk about shit I want to hear, which is more personal stuff. Um, I will say that I think our podcast, once we kind of get through this patch of the year, I think our podcast is going to just shift a little bit. We're talking about an evolution. Evolving. I mean, we're going to still talk about the stuff we watch, but I think this, this may no longer be a reality television podcast. I know it really hasn't been in a long time, and I hope that doesn't hurt any of y'all's feelings. And I hope, you know, if, you, if that's not what you're looking for, if you don't like us talking about ourselves, well... I don't, you've that stuck around. Are you still yeah, here? You've stuck around for a long time, <laughs> but I think we are going to lean more into you know more into just us talking about ourselves and maybe us talking about stuff that comforts us. And you know, when reality blows, at least you can listen to us. You know, so there is a shift where we won't have to change our name, but maybe new artwork and new stickers um, and new guests and and maybe a new style and definitely we bought we upgraded our microphones a little bit we haven't been able to get a chance to actually implement them but um, I think I'm going to be taking this a little bit more seriously and I'm going to try and make this a little bit more professional but in the reality blows way 
we're just uh, you know it we're we're gonna upgrade ourselves and we want you to stay with us. It may not be next week. It probably won't. Just no, give us we'll ha- give us we a couple of weeks. weeks. But um, you know, I don't want you guys to think we're forgetting about you and that you know we're gonna you know pitter off because I I do feel it's been a very hectic couple of months here uh, because of. A whole bunch of stuff, obviously. And obviously in your lives, I'm sure you got a whole bunch of hectic stuff happening too. But So we are planning uh, uh, to really have a good 2021. I know it's crazy to say that, but it is the middle of November already. And uh, we want to we get into 2021 already having, um, having feel like we're working hard on the thing we love. And we love this podcast and we love that you guys like it. So... Uh, keep listening to us and, uh, you know, sign up for our Patreon. I think we're going to be doing a lot more different weird shit with that, too. All right. Ashley's giving me the wrap it up sign. So I'm talking too much. Ash, do you want to say goodbye? Guys, thanks so much for listening. We, we really appreciate you. OK. Talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs>